Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Become a healthier you five days a week. This is Melanie Cole's Health Radio. This month, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration finalized a rule extending its authority to all tobacco products, including e-cigarette cigars, hookah tobacco, pipe tobacco, among others. My guest today is Erica Sward. She's the Assistant Vice President of National Advocacy for the American Lung Association. So, Erica, when we're talking about the, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, they're, they're extending their authority. What does that mean to people in regards to e-cigs, hookah, cigars, all that? Well, e-cigarettes especially have often been described as being in the wild, wild west, where there was no sheriff in town and there was absolutely no one um, who could stop the e-cigarette and other tobacco industries from um, marketing to kids, making unproven health claims, um, and the and the whole assortment of different tactics uh, that that the tobacco industry has used to to addict kids and to keep ad- adults hooked, and so now uh, FDA has authority over all tobacco products in the country for the first time ever um, to really end that wild wild west and to start to look at the the manufacturing, the sales and the marketing of all of these products. Wow. Now, I mean, I, I have to ask you this. Is this political? Is there anything political? Is there anybody mad about this? Well, the whole point of giving the Food and Drug Administration authority over tobacco products in 2009, which is when a huge bipartisan majority uh, in both houses of Congress passed the law, um, was, to make, was to really take tobacco out of politics was to make this um, about um, protecting public health uh, and and to have science-based decisions and not politics driving uh, how our nation looked at, at tobacco. And so that's really what the Lung Association has been focused on. Unfortunately, you know, the tobacco industry has not lost all of its power, either in the halls of Congress or in state yeah, capitals across the country. Um, but at the same time, you know, the whole reason um, that, that the Food and Drug Administration does have this authority is, is to protect our nation's health, um, to help cut down on the number of people who die tragically and needlessly from tobacco products, and to keep another, addiction, uh, another generation of kids from becoming addicted. Well, that really is what it's all about, and I don't know why anybody wouldn't like that. So now let's talk about the marketing. E-cigs, hookah, some of these things are marketed to kids with the good-smelling oils and the little candy-coating-looking things on the covers. And so what's, do you think that's going to change? Well, I think, um, I hope it will. I mean, that's that's one of the reasons that, that it will do so. I mean, I think it's going to take a little while for some of the more robust changes to take effect. But starting in August, uh, FDA will be able to make sure that um, that kids are not able to buy these products, um, that, so that it will be federal enforcement of, of the, the under-18 laws. Um, there will be no more free samples as of August 8th. Um, and then FDA can also crack down on um, anyone who has uh, vending machine sales of products where, where kids can, can oftentimes get their hands on products like this. So, um, but, but the big part of all of this will be FDA um, requiring manufacturers to submit 
um, to, to register with them and then ultimately to submit information about how their products are made. Um, this was only the first step. It is, a, it is um, an important first step, but it um, will only be setting the groundwork for, for FDA's actions to come. So there are also, I, I've been seeing some states are enacting the over 21 now, even just for cigarettes. So is yes. that, I mean, so that's great. And is that going to follow with cigars or e-cigs or that sort of thing, do you think? Well, in, in Hawaii and in California, both states have now passed and, and it's becoming, uh, taking effect um, that the age of sale for any tobacco product is 21. So it doesn't matter if it's a cigarette, an e-cigarette, a cigar, or the like. Um, so we are certainly uh, excited about about this, and we're hoping that other states um, follow suit. Um, and that is, you know, we've often said that that um, it, it makes up. Uh, we need a, a massive effort at the federal, state, and local level. Um, to to ultimately reduce the burden caused by tobacco use in the United States. And FDA oversight of these products is a very important piece of the puzzle, but it is one piece. And the states certainly have a very important role to play um, on a host of fronts, one of which is, is that tobacco to 21. So now cigars have always been sort of pipes and cigars have always been sort of more accepted because, you know, you don't inhale and while the risk of mouth cancer is very high, they just seem, you know, I mean, they see celebrities doing it now with Cuba opening up. So what do you want to tell people about cigars? Because they've come into, Erica, almost like the wine culture, the bourbon culture, the cognac culture to sit and have a cigar and a bourbon. What do you think about that? Well, and, uh, you know, I think there there certainly are attempts, and I will tell you that the the, the cigar lobby um, is certainly um, trying to grow its power in Washington, especially through campaign contributions and the like. Um, and they're they're spending a lot of money lobbying these days. But in the in the final rule that gives FDA this authority, um, FDA concluded um, and and pointed to the science that shows all cigars pose serious negative health risks. Um, and that um, that regular cigar smoking is responsible for about 9,000 premature deaths um, uh, among adults 35 and older in, in, um, as of 2010. So I think, you know, the, the message here is that um, no tobacco product should have a free pass from basic public health protections. Um, we believe at the Lung Association that every tobacco product needs a warning label, that we need to make sure kids aren't getting a hold of them, um, that um, the products are not, um, that no one's claiming that they're less harmful, which um, would not be true. Um, and that... Which was um, going that, on with these cigarettes, wasn't it? Right. Um, and, and so, you know, there are ways under the Tobacco Control Act, that if a company believes it has science to show that their product is less harmful, they can prove it. Um, but what's so tragic um, is is we've seen for decades the tobacco companies making claims like this, um, and, and certainly um, we saw that with light and low-tar cigarettes, and it was made up. Um, and so what we want to have, again, is that science-based um, protection for the American public. And that applies to cigars just as it does to any other tobacco product. Wow, that is just absolutely so interesting. So with this new announcement coming, when is that actually supposed to take place? 
Well, the beginning part of it will take place at the beginning of August. So we'll start to see some of the federal enforcement of, of those um, 18 and over sales and, and requiring the companies to register with FDA um, starting in a, about August 8th. Um, but really, it is, um, as, as FDA outlined, a two- to three-year process um, for the companies to submit all of the data and, and research about the individual products that are made. Um, and, and so I think over the next, um, the next two to three years, we'll start to see um, really what FDA's um, authority is going to look like and, and how they're going to use it. But um, they have a lot of work to do, um, and it's really important um, that, that all of us um, support FDA and, and certainly urge Congress not to block or weaken FDA's authority um, because ultimately um, they are tasked um, and take very seriously their role in protecting um, our nation's health. So important, and you can see more information about the American Lung Association at lung.org. And they are our great friends here at Radio MD, and we do shows with them every once in a while, every month. We're doing these shows because it's so, so important that we get that word out. So parents, you know, this is a good rule that's coming out. So keep an eye on it, and we'll keep you up to date on the story and more information at lung.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening, and stay well. 